Welcome everyone to Check the Net, Impact 89FM's college basketball podcast. I'm your host, Colin Pearson. I'm joined today by my co-hosts, Kylie and Derek. How's it going today, guys? It's going. It's going. We Exam are season and stuff. Yeah, we are one week out from exams, or just a few days, actually. Uh, so we're all a little bit stressed about that, having a little bit of a crazy week. Um, before we get started, we just wanted to offer our support to the UNLV community, Um we know what you're going through, and we just wanted to say that we support you and we're here for you. Uh, we're going to take a moment of silence briefly before we start talking about basketball today. Thank you. Uh, there's no real easy way to transition this, um, but we're going to start with basketball on the women's side, if everyone's good with that. Yeah. Yep. All right. So on the women's side, last week we had a few upsets, um, which was a little bit surprising because mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. just don't usually have like a lot of upsets to talk about. And we had four upsets and two other crazy games. So uh, which one do you guys want to start with? Um, I'll let you guys pick. Interesting. Do you want to do upsets last? That's a curveball. I like it. Because there's quite a few of them. Yeah. I'm just do, honestly. Let's I'm just, do upsets last. I'm looking at yeah. the order of the dock to be. To be honest, kind yeah. of. Let's let's start with the uh, big rivalry, <laughs> the Cyhawk basketball game for women's uh, Iowa versus Iowa State. Iowa obviously number four. Um, Iowa won that sixty-seven fifty-eight, which is not a terribly big win. No. However, there was one big metric that Yay! was reached during that game. Uh, for a certain Caitlin Clark. A certain. <laughs> she reached 3,000 career points. Congratulations to Caitlin Yay. Clark. That's Let's incredible. Um, obviously one of the most dominant players in college basketball, if mm-hmm. not the most dominant. Yep. So you guys can talk about that all you want, but I will say I'm a little bit worried about Iowa because um, hmm. there's been a few games in a row where they don't look like their usual like dominant, dominant self. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that's mostly because Caitlin Clark has been really well guarded during those yeah. games. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see how Iowa plays in a pretty tough Big Ten schedule that's coming yep. up. Because mm-hmm. if you can guard Caitlin Clark, they show a little bit of weakness there. Yeah. Um, Iowa State saw that pretty well. They only lost by nine points like to a team that regularly would have beat a team by a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. And it, I only scored 67 points. Like, that's a very low-scoring game for yep. usual, yeah. for what we usually see from them. What are you guys' thoughts? Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I mean, Caitlin Clark is still going to get her points. I think she finished that game with over 30, yeah. 30 or over. <laughs> so she's still going to get her points. Almost half, if not more than half of her right. team's points, though. Yeah, Exactly. And I think um, the best thing that teams are going to do are going to take away her ability to to pass probably Mm -hmm. and that's like why i feel like the rest of the team isn't scoring as much um but again if you can shut her down and guard her really well i think then they're a relatively easy team to beat to be honest yeah i remember watching them last year and um, i knew this was going to be an issue when i was watching like the playoff runs and stuff like that um she's very very dominant but when Mm -hmm. they start to lock her up and start to learn how to like guard her she doesn't have like a solid number two and number three option to score the basketball yeah that's going to be an issue for iowa going into this year and in the and in the big 10 play so it's just the teams are going to be able to lock her up and stop her and stop her from getting to her spots and getting her shots i mean her be scoring 30 points and half the team's points is kind of unacceptable for a team of that caliber so yeah they have to find a way to get offense and create offense on other sets without her 
then there might be Cook going into like the <laughs> might going into playoffs. I'm not gonna lie, they might be done for. Be so. cooked. Yep, they have to find a way to score without her. I mean, honestly, <laughs> she's so yeah. great, but. Yeah, no, she's amazing. Great player. But Super you fun can to only watch. carry a team so far. Exactly. And Teams last year she it. had people to back her up. This year she doesn't seem to as mm-hmm. much. And so mm-hmm. last year, I mean, last year I forget, I forget what, what player, what her name was, but she she had a double double almost her every name game. Was Monica Susano. She was yes. very good. Yeah, yeah. Yep. she was a good mm-hmm. big, solid big. So solid big. she, she just doesn't always, have that. She always put up 25, 20 mm-hmm. a game. She did it against us when she came here, but yeah, they had that was a good duo. But now she's not there anymore. So mm-hmm. yep. It'll it'll be interesting to see how they uh, figure that one out and who kind of steps up for them, if anyone. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. hoping someone steps up because mm-hmm. that will make them a dominant team again. But yeah, someone has to step up, and right now they have no one. Right. So, mm-hmm. Yep. It's it's <laughs> about time. Uh, speaking of another Big Ten team, um, we didn't call this one an upset because we all kind of saw it coming. Yay! Michigan yeah. basketball lost to Toledo. Yeah, um, go vibes. Rockets! All I gotta say so is, don't disrespect the Mac. Never, like, yep. never. The conference has been solid every year mm-hmm. between Toledo and BG and a few other teams. You know, Toledo has been solid every year, men's and women's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, they come out here and beat Michigan 69-46. That's a really good one. Very solid one mm-hmm. for them. Like, all, all I gotta say is, you don't disrespect the Mac. They're, yeah, they're coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michigan's not that good, but yep. yeah, but they typically they typically receive votes to exactly. be in the top twenty five. Yep. So they're typically a middle of the pack, if not mm-hmm. upper level of Big Ten play. Um, I'm so happy. <laughs> I I do also like that Toledo's kind of off the radar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll probably receive like if they make the tournament because you know long season ahead. Yeah, but mm-hmm. if they do, I'd say they're probably a twelve seed with the yeah. lack of recognition that they're getting yes mm-hmm. and they could easily take down a five at that oh point. yeah well they secured yes. an upset last year yeah in the in the tournament they did. so mm-hmm. i a hundred percent put it out there you know they have the ability to do so um so you know it's got a great program got a great coach i mean they've been good for years so yeah. i love it always love exciting the credit. to see yes Definitely exciting high expectations for them this year especially with a lot of more upsets coming yeah mm-hmm. it isn't really that yeah the team that i've seen this year but <laughs> Go Toledo, I guess. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about some of those bigger upsets. This one's uh, not technically an we, upset. We had two. <laughs> both teams are ranked upsets, and they mm-hmm. are technically upsets because the teams are ranked lower. Mm-hmm. However, you know they're not like crazy upsets. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the first one isn't even an upset. No. Well, these uh, are their rankings now. I don't know yes. what their rankings were when they played. I I Facts. still think that Texas was ranked higher. They may have been, but Only Texas, maybe by like one. Texas mm-hmm. did take down UConn um, 80 to 68, which mm-hmm. is just dominant. I don't have yeah. a whole lot to say about that game. I didn't take a whole lot of looks into it. But, no. Yeah. It's uh, just interesting because this is so UConn is now ranked 17. This yeah. is their lowest ranking in the past 30 years. Yeah. That's crazy. Which is That's absolutely crazy. That. This is just not the same, you know, UConn program we've seen. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's concerning. I don't. I'm not gonna put anything past Gino Ariama. He's he's one of the best coaches yeah. in college, women's college basketball, just college, college basketball, basketball in general. History. Yeah. I mean, Point he he is a great coach, but I think this is definitely their rebuild. This is, um, this is gonna be their rebuild. Seventeenth is the lowest you've been ranked in 30 years. You are like the best coach yeah, in college basketball you're doing great. Like you're doing great. <laughs> if this is your low, then what is your high? Oh my lord! Exactly. Like, that's the only thing I can say. You know. 
they're going to have to have a bounce back period eventually. They've been running the game for so long, and they're not out of it. They're still 17th. Like Yeah, they're still in the top 25. So, I mean, you can't even they're not. E- they're not even below 20. Like <laughs> Exactly. That's like, mm-hmm. we're looking at them like, oh my gosh, they're so bad, or this, this might be a low for them, bro. They've been <laughs> they've been running the game for <laughs> exactly. so long. Exactly. You lost by 12 to the fifth ranked team in the country. It's okay. Yeah, like it's I. Everybody it's loses chillin'. sometime, and they just took them 10 years to do it. <laughs> yeah, literally. Right. <laughs> Yeah, took them 30 years. 30 years. 30 years. (laughs) 30 years, yeah. My bad. It's insane. Uh, Yeah, that's that's all I have to say. Derek, (laughs) you you talked about two of the Texas players a little bit in your comments here on the dock. They did have two players that had over 20 points and a large amount of assists, so they had really, really good play, but I have to give it to Texas. They're definitely a good team. They deserve to be top five, and they have a lot of good scoring on that team as well. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of why I threw that in there. What I take away from that is depth. They have mm-hmm. yeah. some crazy depth there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's all I got to say about that one. Yeah. Uh, Stanford Gonzaga is the next one I want to talk about. <laughs> um, I don't know what these teams were ranked at the time. They're, I think I believe, Stanford was like I believe, three. Yeah, Stanford was <laughs> way up there. Gonzaga was not. Ouch. Uh, Gonzaga is now ranked, for mm-hmm. reference, um, because they won 96 to 78. Mm-hmm. Over an insanely good Stanford team, really yeah. good, and really, uh, really good. All I have to say is, Kylie, why'd you curse Stanford? I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like Stanford. If, if you look back at the episode last week, Kylie, I picked, about Kylie picked out a few teams. The Kylie curse, and uh, all of them lost. We we Did talked all about of them lose. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, nice job. I didn't know that all of them lost. I, you, know, you cursed Purdue too, and then they lost. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Kylie, that's a good thing. Is we'll just a later, menace folks. to society <laughs> over am. here. Yeah, uh, I am. We talked. The last episode was called Kylie's Curse, and uh, Kylie's Curse Part Two. Question it, mark. Kylie's question Curse mark. continues. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so we'll see. Maybe. Kylie, Kylie's getting surgery next week. Maybe yeah. they'll remove that bad luck piece of her. They might be able to. <laughs> you know, the, the, the bad luck part of my knee. I don't know, so can, you know, they're not do removing that. anything. I will say. Oh, they're they're gonna oh. put a metal. They're putting it? they're putting a metal rod in my leg. Ooh, so exciting. maybe they'll they'll add something. Add ah, the luck to you're me. You're gonna go through a metal detector go. and it's gonna beep every. Oh, it's gonna be time. worse at the airport. <laughs> I was like, I am gonna take forever to go through airport security. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, I'm you're sorry, Kylie. Say goodbye. Yeah, literally. So you're, you're cooked fun. like Stanford, like UConn. Yeah, you know? like every yeah. team I mentioned ever. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so funny. Oh, that is fantastic. So, Sadness. Ky- Kylie, do you have an apology? Crying in the club. Stanford, I want to issue a formal apology to you. I am so sorry. Um, I had the best intentions, and I want you all to go far. Kim yeah. and Brink, you've been an absolute menace this season. Keep that up. I love mm-hmm. your play. Um you guys will bounce back from this. I'll stop talking about you, I promise. <laughs> and then we can move forward. I just really hope somebody from the coaching staff sees this and listens to this. <laughs> any coaching staff. Any coaching staff I've cursed needs to needs to needs to watch this. Kylie's Loki like twenty and 0. <laughs> <laughs> twenty and 0 and talking about teams and then they're losing later. Yep, yep. So so nice and twenty. Oh, and 20, well, not 20 and It depends I'm, on how you see it. Depends on how you look at it. That's true. That's true. If you're looking we were, at it from her we perspective, it's 20 Purdue on purpose over here. So yeah. I will know. say that it could be a relatively even split on people I've talked about that I want to lose versus mm. people I've talked about that I want to win. So. And things of that nature. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Stanford lost. Gonzaga's good. Any other comments there? No. No. Good win. Good win for Gonzaga. Nice job. 
Uh, I want to talk about <laughs> another team that I called last week. And so the curse does not apply to me clearly, knock on wood. No, uh, Colin's got this. Southern Mississippi, I talked about them last week. I was like, they're going to come in and they're going to take down Ole Miss. And what did they do? But they came in and took down Ole Miss. Woo! Woo! All I got to say, I called it. Uh, yeah, he literally wrote, I called it. I called it in all caps, by the way, <laughs> for the viewers that can't that see That was this. the first and only game that was on here when I logged on to the doc this <laughs> yes, morning. Because he was so happy about it. There is a it. reason was, for that thrilled. one, ladies and gentlemen. I was thrilled. Uh, Southern Mississippi looks like one of the best teams in college basketball right now. Um, I, no, that's, that's not even a womp, hot womp. take. They're undefeated. They're playing clean, smooth basketball. They're all about fast passing, quick drives. And they aren't afraid to shoot threes. You know, they are just dominant in college basketball right now. Good they're, for them. They're taking good down good teams. They don't have a hard schedule ahead of them. Yeah. Um, they're looking like one of the better teams out there, and they should be ranked come a few weeks later I when they are that. still undefeated. Okay, Colin. Okay, talk Colin, your stuff. Go crazy. Talk your talk, stuff. Yo, talk, Colin. Yep. I like that. Get more aggressive on here, man. Do your thing. <laughs> uh, respect to Ole Miss, too, because it was a close game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter that they lost. Yeah. <laughs> Bad L. <laughs> <laughs> next. <laughs> next team. All right. Derek, you want to talk about this next one? Uh, well, yeah. So, um, <laughs> it's uh, West Virginia versus number 25, Penn State, and it was an upset. Let's go. Woo! I Absolutely. love that. So, I like how West Virginia is really looking right now. They're undefeated as of late, and they don't have, like, the greatest schedule going into the next couple of games, so they can keep riding this one out. And that was the first one they had since 1989 the against first, that team. I'll say the first one they've had. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> against that's wild. Yeah. And they also had multiple players and double figures in that game. It's just that's that's pretty strong scoring. Yeah. Yep. Word. So. Uh, all I gotta say is they're on a roll, but they're one of six teams in the Big 12 that are undefeated right now. That's impressive, mm-hmm. to be uh, honest. Only six two teams. of only two of those teams are ranked, which also surprises me. Which mm-hmm. one? Uh, Baylor and Texas. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, all I gotta say is the Big Twelve is stronger on the women's side than we're looking at right now, especially that the AP is seeing. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think it's gonna be a very tough season for anyone in the Big Twelve, especially West Virginia, yes. who really hasn't shown a whole lot of other strong wins other than this one against Penn State, who mm-hmm. shouldn't have been ranked. Yeah, my literally all I have to say is they should not, Penn State should not have been ranked, let's be for real. <laughs> she came in uh, here, sat down, and said Penn State should not be ranked. First <laughs> words that came out of her mouth. Yeah, that, that exactly was it. Um, <laughs> from my perspective, they had no reason to be ranked, and they and West Virginia proved my point. Mm-hmm. Penn State had no reason to be ranked. I would rather have seen someone else in their spot. Um, don't ask. Don't ask yep. me who. You now will. we will see somebody else in their spot. Um, Maybe it's West Virginia. It could be. It could be. Undefeated. You know. Potentially. Potentially. Is or, it? Hasn't Memphis, Memphis had a good Memphis season? Memphis has always had a good season, mm-hmm. but the AP poll hates them. Yeah. So. Yep. I'd rather have Memphis up there. It's the Mikey Williams curve. Now they're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. Just talked about them. Now they're going to lose. All yeah. right. Memphis is done for. <laughs> Anyways. Say goodbye L-season. to any of your chances you, anything. All you sports bettors out there, maybe this is the week to pick against Memphis. I don't know. Pick, honestly, <laughs> if, if anyone's sports betting, 
pick against me, you're probably going to win. Don't so. don't promise anything, Kylie. Don't promise anything. But that is true. But the way things are looking right now, it's not a bad bet. That is true. Not a bad bet. Colin said the other day, he's like, I'm going to start sports betting against you, <laughs> against all your picks. Like, I'm going to be rich. And I was yeah. like, okay. That if is, this, that's if a this keeps right up, there. I'm going to just look at Kylie's bracket and pick exactly opposite. <laughs> And I we, have to, we have to do like a burner bracket where it's like Oh, well, that. of course. Yeah. We're going to yeah, do yeah. a burner My bracket My heinous like bracket? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be hilarious. Hey, but... Kylie's heinous bracket. <laughs> I, I make two every year. One like one I actually believe in, and that one typically does well. Typically. Yep. I'm off. Round. And then I have my heinous one, um, which is, I don't know, someone random winning. I do the exact same thing. Yep. Uh, I picked three 15-seed upsets in my heinous one last year. And, yeah. and uh it actually ended up better than my real one. Yeah. Um, I love no that comment is. on that, but, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, the, the chaos like of March Madness took over last year, and I loved it. Um, Such an enjoyable so time. We'll, fun. we'll do that again this year, I have a feeling. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, We'll, do, we'll do live brackets so live we can't brackets. change our minds. Sports stream, sports stream. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> We're getting on that. And a mukbang. Oh, yes. Potluck. 60 McChickens in here for you guys. Get ready. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so Colin's excited. gonna eat thirty of them. <laughs> Yo, one of everything from Taco <laughs> Bell. <laughs> hey, can I get ninety Taco Bell breakfast crunch wraps? Thank you. I, I would eat all guys, ninety. You guys think we have like a high budget over here? Colin, you're rich. Yeah, I am not rich. I'm a college. Student. You're an engineer. A, <laughs> you're gonna I'm be rich. You're gonna be rich. Yeah. <laughs> just just slide the credit card. I look like you. It'll be fine. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Let's let's talk about some women's basketball for the next few weeks. Uh, Again, just like last week, we're talking teams and not games. Uh, Kylie, you want to go first? I did cross out one of your teams because I don't want you to drink some. That's kind of fair. Yeah, they did. They did yeah. take away my privileges of talking about this. So team. deal oh, with I'm it. Derek's too. gonna talk about that team. Okay, Kylie, go for it. Yeah. Other so team, the next team I'm cursing um, is I have number 19 Marquette. Um, they're currently at eight and zero, so undefeated. Great, great start. Um, right now, the biggest threats to their season are gonna be UConn and Creighton, who UConn is on a down year, and Creighton, I is ranked at the top 25. I don't know if they're that much higher than Marquette. They're not. Um, But I really do think that they have a decent shot to win their conference. So, yeah, that's going to be my team to kind of watch out for. Creighton is 22. Oh, yeah, they're below Marquette. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Just ever so slightly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ever. Just three, just three. Uh, They play on December 13, though. So by the time we record our next episode, we'll have a game between those two. So Mm -hmm. should be be an interesting one there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. Awesome. Awesome. Derek, what you got? Fantastic. Um, <laughs> so I had to, probably a little bit of bias is going to come out here because I've covered them a lot this year, but I chose Michigan State for the team to look out for. I don't think there's bias at all. They're a top team right now. I know they are, but like I'm <laughs> just, mm-hmm. you know, go green. But, um, go white. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just looking at this team on here and they look so legit. A lot of the players from last year kind of evolved in a different way. Like, shout out Didi Hageman. But um, she was, like, talking about – Felix was talking about her and how, like, she kind of gained her way of shooting three-pointers a lot because she didn't do it a lot last year and her percentage went up. And she's one of, like, the best players well, the now. the best in the country. Yes, when it comes to, like, two different things. And Julia Errol has been fantastic this year, too. She just scored 25 points and 15 rebounds in one game. Those are both career highs for her. So – 
And Freilich is like the peanut butter to the jelly with this team. She's like putting them all together and like getting them in the right places. So, and there's a lot of depth on this Michigan State team as well. So they're just fantastic and they're going to really do something great this year. I can just feel it. Yeah, Robin Freilich has been incredible so far. Uh, I just want to comment because I picked out MSU as one of my two teams as well. Uh, Utah being the other one mm-hmm. um, because they're both looking like top teams in the country. Um, they both arguably have the best two offenses in the country right now. Um, points per game, we're looking at Utah at number one, MSU at number three. Field goal percentage, we're looking at Utah at number one, MSU at number two. Point differential, we're looking at Utah at number two, MSU at number four. And the only other top team on that list is South Carolina. Um, obviously, South Carolina is phenomenal. You know, they're number one in blocks and rebounds as well. So respect to South Carolina. But like MSU and Utah are easily two of the best three offenses in the country right now. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got there. They're phenomenal. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, what about some small conference teams? Um, yep. Uh, TOL. <laughs> Pause. TDO. Derek, what were you typing in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, oh, so. Well, I guess, so I said I've been hovering around the team for Michigan State a lot. And um, Kylie thought I was a misspelled as she thought I said covered, but I said, nope, let me cook in all caps. But, um, <laughs> Letting him cook That's now. hilarious. I don't know, just I feel like hovering is just like being around a certain thing. I'm just over top of, of this team 24-7 just yeah, I didn't watching. Say that, but yeah. I'm always watching. But um, <laughs> He's in the walls. Why? I'm in the walls. That's I'm hilarious. In your, I'm in your aisles. The man lives in the Breslin Center. He yeah. does. Yeah, I'm, oh. yeah. You ever see the press box? Yeah, there's, that's there's where a he little sleeps. air mattress up there and it's where i live yeah Mm -hmm. exactly yeah lives sleeps and breathes college basketball real (laughs) anyway so i picked toledo (laughs) yeah are we really surprised no why would we be is anyone surprised no Mm -hmm. i am absolutely not listeners if you're surprised please let us know on the twitter because (laughs) you shouldn't be you shouldn't be yeah the twitter plug is going crazy actually you know what it, don't let us know because we'll know you're not a regular listener if you're surprised by this. That is true. Because uh, Kylie picks Toledo almost every week. Yeah. Leave and she is, maybe. That is the only team Kylie has not like genuinely cursed um, is the Toledo women's team. Yeah. Toledo men's. She's cursed. Uh, I, cursed unfortunately, all over them, I love them. Yeah, nice job. Toledo women's have not seemed to be cursed yet. They slay. They may be immune. Yeah. Knock on wood. We'll see. One of the girls I played against in high school uh, just committed to them recently. So nice, pretty nice. slay. But uh, yeah. Derek, are you jocking or joking? So, okay. I'm going <laughs> to explain the He's typo jocking. that's been going on when I was typing that an hour ago. So, <laughs> so I come into this document. I go to the small conference teams tab and I'm typing in jocking and it keeps showing up blue. And I'm like, jocking isn't a word? But I keep trying to type it in and it just doesn't really... The, the Derek, blue line doesn't disappear. Derek's picking out I, some it's great gone words here. Yeah, it's gone now. Yeah, because I know the thing. I know the thing <laughs> that you did there. I've, I've done it before. I see. I, I see. I see what you do. I see what you do. Derek's Derek's I hovering instead of covering. He's In, jocking instead so of joking. joking. <laughs> Can I just leave my no, vocabulary be? Yeah, <laughs> let him cook. I be I be I be voicing these things like like a freaky freaky. <laughs> All right, Derek. What, what are you jocking? Um, <laughs> so I'm jocking Kylie today. Um, <laughs> I kind of went. I was looking at Toledo a little bit, and I do like what I'm seeing from their team. They're beating a lot of fantastic teams Ooh. that are like ranked. So gotta get that to them. And for their last game, they set a record for attendance for seven thousand people against Michigan. So yeah, they have some hype around them. There's some 
there's some something to be said about that team right now. So I'm gonna keep looking out for Toledo. But yup. beating Michigan is always fun. Real. I love that. Yeah, can't go wrong with that. Okay, Colin. Uh, I'll okay, pick Colin, out a different okay, team Colin. just simply because I want it to be different. Toledo did look like one of the top teams out there. I love. Uh, I'm picking Murray State though, um, because their only losses are to Arkansas by three points and to Indiana, ranked 18th in the country right now. Um, I wish they played more good teams throughout the rest of the season. They don't. Um, but they also have the second most points per game in the country. They're looking, they're looking like a solid team. Uh, I, I can't wait to see where this team goes in their conference. Um, because yeah, there's not a whole lot else there. Yeah, they yeah. slay, eating it up. I mean, getting like taking a loss to Indiana. I mean, hey, and, that's a. And it was a big loss. It was a 112 to 79. Like, yeah, but Indiana's a tough loss, team. But they only lost by three to Arkansas. Right. Too. So also a solid team. You know. I think Murray State is going to be a solid team. Um, they're going to be one to watch for the rest of the year. That's that's all I got there. Yeah. Uh, we're going to transition out of women's basketball and talk a little bit more about some statistics um, and some statistical analysis, and in particular, a certain formula that the NCAA has developed that they think is the best thing since sliced bread. Um, I hate it. I'm going to say right now, I hate it. Of course, really like we're talking bread. about the net rankings, NET, um, this podcast was inspired by the name of the net rankings for reference. It's inspired by, not completely made by. However, this is the first week of the net rankings for this year because, you know, they need some stats to actually make the rankings. Um, it's updated daily, not weekly, because it's not updated by a committee, but rather by stats. And so my question is, what do you guys think of the first net rankings? And is the net as reliable as the NCAA thinks it is? The literally the only thing that I have to say is the net sucks. <laughs> I Kylie hate has three words. The net rankings. Real. Like I like we were we talked about this when they came out. Like we were genuinely talking about it. And looking at some of these rankings, I was like, huh? The, teams huh? I've never heard of. A few of them were completely laughable. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. Teams yeah, I I've I'm looking at right now. never heard of teams that don't belong like i'm sorry indiana state made the top 25 yep. for yep. the mm-hmm. men's side why like, is five and three iowa ranked 33rd above a lot of other solid teams including some undefeated teams including yep. some undefeated teams i mean it just makes absolutely no sense to me and um this is why i they have hate byu at two or they did earlier this week are they still um, um, uh, they're at one. They're so at one. Yeah. the top two now. are BYU is at one. The top two are reference. BYU and Houston, yeah. both undefeated. That, However, I respect that. they're playing each other this weekend. They are. Oh no, they're not. That's I was Utah. Say. The, <laughs> the logo looked the exact same. Um, they're Real. playing Utah. Um, Arizona, who is the AP poll number one, is at mm-hmm. number three. Yeah, um, yeah. I think they should be number one, but whatever. Yeah. So the net, obviously, it's just an Trash. algorithm. Trash. Um. I'm going to I'm going to have a little bit of a hot take. I think they're really reliable late in the season. That makes sense. That, I Early in that. the season, we need more data to make predictions more accurate. That's very mm-hmm. fair. Um, yes. There there has not been enough games to make these worth really analyzing, worth looking at. Yeah. Um but late in the season, I mean last year we looked at some of the teams, you know, that made the final four. We're looking at FAU made the top 25. UConn made the top 25 for net. Neither mm-hmm. of them were anywhere near the AP's radar, mm-hmm. especially FAU. Exactly. And then they made the final four. 
Same with San Diego State. San Diego State was way up there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Miami was somewhere around the 30s, I believe, mm-hmm. which, again, top of the country, yep. and they weren't really ranked that way. So yeah. it's it's interesting to see that kind of stuff. Another team that was way up there, Furman, who beat Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way up in the net rankings, completely blown off by the AP, and then ended up beating Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, there were some really wild stuff in there that was like, how is that mm-hmm. even reasonable? That yeah. team didn't even make the tournament. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So I, I'd i say they're more reliable later in the season. Yeah. Um, and I I do trust the net algorithm. However, it does have some improvements that should be made. Yeah. yeah. But exactly. basketball is one of those sports you can never really have a 100% accurate rating of. Oh, no, and it wouldn't be fun if you Especially could. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's so many unpredictable. I mean, we literally just talked about three, four upsets on the women's side where upsets typically don't happen very often. Yeah. And this week alone, we had multiple upsets on the men's side as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. you want to talk unpredictable upset, talk about Southern versus number 21 Mississippi State. Southern had one win. They were one in seven mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, like... I mean, and that's what's so fun about it. Yeah, is you never know who's gonna win, who's gonna lose. But absolutely, um, that is what the tournament has been based off of. Yeah, the hype around it. It's just you don't know who's gonna win, you know who's gonna lose, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. always like madness. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, the, it's literally it's madness. madness. For lack of yeah. a better word, there's yep. no is, script. You can't predict it. Um, it's just whatever happens, happens. Yeah, which is so fun to watch. It is, but as of right now, I my opinion of the net is not gonna change. No, it sucks. I don't think it's that good now. It has to take some time to get better in my opinion and like see the teams and how they play and gather more data and gather more information and then I'll take them a little bit more serious but as of now I'm gonna kick rocks yeah real <laughs> I honestly unfortunately as of right now I would take the AP poll over the net and that is shocking and that, that is, is horrendous we have been slandering them all because year. <laughs> I hate the AP poll also take the coaches poll <laughs> I love the coaches poll any day of any day yep that's so funny. But they haven't, have they released the coaches' no. poll? No. I know, I'm sad. I'm waiting for it's it. It's killing yeah, me. I'm, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that information mm-hmm. in my head. Real quick. ASAP. Yeah, we're going to talk coaches' poll when it comes out, of course. Obviously. Uh, we, of course. we might dedicate most of an episode to it because that will be, you know, a big telltale. Yeah. Um, yep. Because it it's generally speaking a more trustworthy poll. 100%. Because, 1, you know, the coaches percent. are the ones voting in it. I trust the coaches. I trust the people who know basketball. I don't yep. trust. Whoever the, the heck associated it does. press. Yeah, I don't trust them, and I don't trust an algorithm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so real. Bunch mm-hmm. of cap artists. Uh, let's talk about some of those upsets on the men's side that really weren't unpredictable or were unpredictable, depending on who you ask. Uh, let's start with one that I think we all could have seen coming, but none of us did. Can I start clapping? Uh, yeah. yeah, go for it, Derek. If you want to talk about it, you may. Uh, this is Purdue Northwestern. Northwestern ended up winning that over Purdue, number four in the country. Um, thank goodness. Real, yeah. yep. Thank uh-huh. goodness. <laughs> I am so happy that Purdue finally lost. I don't like watching them play. I don't like watching them win. Mm-hmm. They have good guard play. I have to give them that because they're a very skilled team. But oh, of course. I, just, I can't stand Gacky D. He, um, you can't argue that they're not a skilled team. <laughs> I'm going to read very what Colin just, Kylie just highlighted it and said, love seeing bird boy Zach lose. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> That's cyberbullying. Uh, he, he can take it. He's like seven, whatever. Yeah, he, he got is. it. He but, got um, this. He got that. He can't even see me. Yeah, he can't see me. So I mean, yeah, I'm, just, I'm never gonna like him. I don't like him anymore. But Purdue's a, excluding him and how he just hovers in the paint for thirty to 
50 minutes um <laughs> come on someone needs to see that refs come on but i love watching their guards play they're they're gu- very, they have good guard play they have good guards yes. and they can shoot the lights off the ball mm-hmm. i love watching them play and they have really good sets too great coaching but zach Eady is my issue with that team if they stop focusing so much on getting zach Eady the ball i yeah. mean he's a decent rebounder obviously he's seven foot whatever set let a him, screen set, set a screen exactly let him rebound get your mm-hmm. guards more involved that's going to make mm-hmm. purdue a better team am i yes yeah, yeah. Rather 100%. than just relying on him for exactly, everything. Exactly, because isn't he really graduating? Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is, when you play a team like Northwestern, who has Boo Booey. Yep. I love him. Boo Booey can take Zach Eady any day of the week. 100%. Mm-hmm. And he did. 92 yeah. to 88 was the score. Like, Boo Booey yep. was dominant. Yeah, he had what? As he 30 some be. points? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, like, he can take Zach Eady, and exactly. other players can too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you can't rely on Zach Eady. No. That's why they were better last year because they didn't fully, fully rely on Zach. Exactly. No. They had other people to go to. I don't know what changed. Yeah. They still have other guys to go to. I don't know what changed. 100%. They still have shooters on their team. I don't know. What changed? Just... They changed like in the Big Ten tournament last year, their yeah. style of play. Like, why yeah. would you do that? It was working. And they've been losing that. ever since. Yeah. yeah. I, don't... <laughs> I do not get that. It was it, working. It doesn't make sense. Um, I think getting away from Zach Eady as much as possible and like giving the ball to your shooters and running plays where your guards look, is how you win. Yeah, Zach Eady is a great backup option, but don't rely on him as your number one. Exactly. There's going to be times where people, if you're not giving him the ball as much, they they are going to like fade off of him. They're yeah. going to help off of him. That's the time where you dump it down to him and yes. then he can easily score. Yeah. But you like, have to pull out the defenders into the perimeter on each side exactly. to be able to do that. So, that should be their number one strategy to so do So they start so. doing that as the season goes along. They're going to be so dangerous mm-hmm. when the tournament so, yeah. comes around. So start yeah. that now. Lots of respect to Purdue, but... Not really. Not, look, <laughs> not really. Lots of respect to produce players, but not yes. their style of play. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. And yeah, I guess my biggest problem is the fact that Purdue only dropped to four after losing to an unranked team. Yeah. Whereas when Kansas lost to ranked Marquette, they dropped to like five or six. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Marquette was ranked in the top 10. Exactly. So, the AP polls love Purdue, man. And I don't understand. Unranked, you drop to, I mean, Purdue's still a top team, whatever. 100%. You drop to bottom of the tens. I mean, you drop yeah. to like 9, 10, 8, 9, 10. So I think that's what we did. So, I mean, like, yeah. we dropped very, very, yeah. like, probably yeah. 10 range-ish. Oh, so I think they should yeah. keep the same energy is all I'm right. saying. Right, exactly. But it's Purdue, so they won't. So Yeah. We've yeah. got two other Big Ten teams to talk about here. Uh, both of them won their games. The Big Ten. Against other ranked teams. Yes. Division of the year, baby. Let's go. Both yeah. of them in upsets. Mm-hmm. And both of them we've been talking about for weeks. And this didn't shouldn't have come as a surprise to either. It reaffirmed Straight everything up. we've been saying. Uh, first of all, <laughs> number eight, Marquette versus number tw- th- 23. Sorry, I can't talk now. Number 23, Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin won that 75-64. It was Woo! an 11-point win. Wisconsin wow. looked dominant. They looked down yep. against Michigan State again with a 13-point win. <sighs> Stop. They've been, I hated watching they've been good mm. all year. I don't know who's their best player because they just ha- shuffle around they just every game. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Someone different's having a lights-out game every yep. time. So Honestly, that's what you like to see. And it, yeah. it's, it's so fun to watch because you don't know what's happening. <laughs> Um, it hurt me watching them against Michigan State because you didn't know what was happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. But they they look like a really solid, well-rounded team that yes. can play with anyone and anything. Yes. Yep. You know mm-hmm. they can switch up, up their they switched up their strategy halfway through the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they they are really really good. 
at finding different ways to do things mid-game and adjusting. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that was one of their key things. Because when Mm -hmm. Michigan State started figuring it out, Wisconsin immediately timeout, adjust, and their play style completely changed. Mm -hmm. I think that has to do with coaching, especially like game plans Mm -hmm. as well. Coming into the game, I know they probably were like, if Michigan State hits us with this, then we're going to do that. If Michigan State hits us with that, we're going to do this. And they're just going to keep doing that. And they can call a timeout, switch easily, and then not just put Michigan State on their heels just in that game specifically. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Greg Gard, I mean, full respect to him. Yeah, absolutely. That's some of the best coaching I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Just being yeah. able to get your players to completely switch Absolutely. and completely change their style. And they all were on board with it so quickly. That's yeah. why I yes. like to see they all changed instantaneously as they were as if they were one unit. That team played as if they were one, it, which it is was exactly impressive. what you need from exactly. a good basketball team. And that's uh, why they're going to be around in the in yeah. the tournament for sure. If you and can play like that and continue to play like that, sorry. No disrespect, Marquette. You know, oh, Marquette's no, a really no, no, good no. team as well. Team. They've been bowling out all year. But mm-hmm. when Wisconsin's changing their play style <laughs> and Marquette just couldn't adjust as quickly, yeah. that mm-hmm. was the big difference maker. 100%. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this next one too. Florida Atlantic versus Illinois. Illinois ended up winning 98-89. Yeah. Um, and all I got to say about that one is Florida Atlantic still looked solid. They were still hitting their shots. Mm-hmm. They yeah. had a few bad turnovers, but it was overall a very even game. Mm-hmm. Um, Illinois seems to have some new players that really <laughs> step Two up. Two players yeah. with 30-plus yeah. points. Insanity. Gotta love it. Gotta that love is it. amazing. Like, this is just shout-out to the Big Ten for being the that Big is, Ten. Yep, that is, that is you know. Every year we eat more and more and more, and we're still hungry, so yep. let's keep I going. We eat, bro. Wait the Big Ten eats. Illinois plays Purdue. Oh, um, man. When Wisconsin I, plays yeah. Purdue. So Illinois' next game is against Tennessee. That'll be a good game, Which too. is going to be a phenomenal game. Then they have to play Colgate. They play Fairleigh Dickinson. They play Northwestern. Mm-hmm. And then on January 5, they play Purdue. I like that. Ooh, that's a tough schedule. And mm-hmm. so, you know, they also play Missouri and Colgate going into that, both yeah, of whom are yeah. good yep. teams. Yes. Mm-hmm. So going in, I think Illinois is going to be very tired. Yes. But they've got such a strong schedule that they're just going to keep figuring out. I think they're just going to keep building on that, playing that competitive play. They're going to keep building on that. I'd rather play a bunch of hard teams and gain skill and then play Purdue and play a bunch of bad teams and then play Purdue and get kind of hit. You see, my my only worry there is Purdue has a bit of a break after they play, because they play Alabama and Arizona as their next two games, which are very different. Excited for those games. And then they play Jacksonville and Eastern Kentucky and Maryland. That'll Mm. get them on. Here's the thing with that. (laughs) Here's the thing. Purdue will be on their heels. Yeah. They will not be expecting a good team to come out and, you know, take it to them. They're going to well, be a little bit tired, yeah. a little bit we'll have to see. But... Breaks can do one of two things for, for teams. They can get a team well-rested so they're yep. at full 100% power and capacity again, or it can absolutely ruin a team absolutely. so fast. Yep. yep. So where they're unprepared, not ready, look like they don't want to be there. And I guess it's <laughs> worth looking at then. Um, who did Purdue play just now before Northwestern? They played Marquette. They played Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So they're coming out of two big ranked games. Seeing an unranked team. Yep. And they're tired. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So they they also played Texas Southern in that stretch. So, mm-hmm. yep. you know, not a great team. You know, balance of that. But yes. I, I have to wonder, Purdue came out of that tired. Will that break be enough for them to just be completely fine? Mm-hmm. Right. You know. We'll so, see. 
Yeah. Be interesting. We'll it's a game worth looking at, game worth watching. A hundred, I think. Oh, 100%. Um, I'll be watching it. <laughs> we've got we've got a few more. Uh, I'm going to shoot down to Kentucky-Miami so that we keep talking about the ranked on ranked mm. um, because Kentucky won that 95-73. to 73. Woo. Wow. Um, and uh, Kentucky, you know, dominated Miami. Yeah. Miami was finally getting some of the respect they deserved and were ranked, and for some reason they're still ranked above Kentucky. And I think we're going to talk about that reason in just a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Derek, you want to talk about this one a little bit? Yes. I feel like this happens to Miami a lot. They um they kind of start off the season really, really strong. They ride it out a little bit. Then they kind of just go... Womp womp. Exactly. <laughs> I was trying to find the words to say that. And the guy that just jumped in, that was perfect. But they kind of just womp womp and then kind of poop their pants a little bit. Then they just have to restart. So... Well, that's one way to put it. Yeah. But, I mean, this kind of happens a lot in a tournament with them, too. They play a couple of good games, and they just kind of, like, match up with somebody that's either better or just comes to play them and has a better mm-hmm. game plan to go against them. So Miami's, they're a good team, but they're fraudulent at times. Is what fraudulent. Say. And that's, okay. that's happened a couple yeah. of years that I've seen with that team, so that's kind of how I'm going to do that. But Yeah. And then what about Kentucky? Because they, they came into that. They won by... Almost, they won by 18 points. Yes. I mean, they dominated, and then they came into their next game. <laughs> and we, we'll talk about that one, too. Yeah. Um, but they lost their next game against an unranked team. Mm-hmm. Um, we, can, we can talk about that now, too, actually. Yeah. UNC Wilmington <laughs> took them down 80 to 73. Woo! Yep. Um, and, and I want to talk some about UNC Wilmington, but let's talk about Kentucky first on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky feels inconsistent. They're yes. young. They are young. That's why they're inconsistent. And they yep. were on that high horse a little bit, too. I guarantee that. So it's worth looking at them for the rest of the season. 100%. The SEC is obviously 100%. very good. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, the we'll more they see play, how they do. the more consistent they'll be, and they'll be able to beat a really good team yes. one day, and then like two days later, go and beat just as play that same play style against mm-hmm. a not so good team. They'll develop that with time and experience yep. and things like that. Exactly. So. We're still early. Like, timing is going to be a key. I wouldn't sweat. They're they're young. They've got they've got a plenty to learn. Yeah. Yep. Their coach is good. I mean, well, of course, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So they're going to figure it out. That's easy. Yeah. Um, UNC Wilmington also confuses me. <laughs> Real. Um, Real. Mm-hmm. So you know, Kentucky confuses me with that. UNC Wilmington took down Kentucky and then, but also in the same week lost to Eastern Carolina and App State. Um, Real. So I just, yeah. I don't know. Do you, I guess. When they yeah. play well, they take down some of the best teams in the country. When they don't, they're losing to Eastern Carolina and App State. <laughs> no disrespect to Eastern Carolina you know? or App State, but come on, Kentucky. But, but those two are not, like, yeah. top of their conference yeah, yeah. even. Mm-hmm. UNC Wilmington should be top of their conference yep. and probably will be. Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting to see, like, when they come to play, they'll play hard. But yes. when they don't, they just kind of lackadaisically mm-hmm. yeah wander around the court a little bit <laughs> i was i was watching the highlight reel and that they they looked lazy against eastern carolina and app state yep. and they looked energetic and ready against kentucky so mm-hmm. i think they gotta find that energy a little bit more in yeah. some of those smaller games mm-hmm. yeah especially considering their conference is full of smaller teams you gotta have mm-hmm. that energy on any stage at any time no any matter given who night, you play. Yeah. exactly that's kind of what the tournament is built around you just being energetic and ready at all times and being able to play at the best of mm-hmm. your ability but you have to start that early in the season exactly and build up to that point when the tournament it'll comes. carry you through exactly so you gotta start now when the lights are lower and the media is not there as much for when the 
big time comes like that and the big games happen like that, mm-hmm. you have to keep that same energy. Yeah. I brought up uh, two more teams I want to talk about. Um, and we can rock through these a little quicker if you guys want uh, because I just put these on here. But I want to talk about Southern versus Mississippi State. Mississippi State was ranked number 21 in the country at the time. Yep. Southern had one win under their belt um, against App State. Nobody laughed. Yeah. Nobody laughed. Nobody laughed. Uh, so Southern won that 16 to 59. And I just, I don't know how to Slay. feel about Mississippi State there. Because they've now lost two in a row. They lost to Georgia Tech and to Southern. Georgia Tech has now beaten two ranked teams in the last week, so maybe Georgia Tech's just really good and Southern was a fluke. Um, but Georgia Tech also lost to Cincy and Georgia, so I don't even know. Like, upsets happen. <laughs> that one I didn't see coming whatsoever. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, I didn't I, either. <laughs> I didn't either. Like, one win is crazy. Like, Mississippi State is not a bad team, I didn't think, but... Uh, I'm starting to question that now. Yeah, no, I mean, again, every uh, every team has like down like games. Actual, factual. But that's a really down game. But losing to <laughs> Southern, yeah. sixty to fifty nine is that like is a, really a really down really, game. Really yeah. Bad so game. is Miss State yeah. still ranked? No, I I hope rightfully they, they shouldn't so. Be. Yeah, rightfully. Like there's no way they should be. Listen, all I'm saying is I don't trust the A people, but right. I mean, I don't know. That's it. That's crazy. To me. That's just you can't lose in that way. Yeah, I just don't like that at all. Yeah, exactly. And just talking a bit about the matchup a little bit. Two of their main players actually scored in double figures, and one of the players scored twenty-seven points, which is a team high for them and a career high for him as well, and grabbed six boards. That's so they kind of like have yourself a night. <laughs> yep, have yourself a night. Do your thing, twin. But. <laughs> they have some really, really good players and good talent, so they could maybe do something with this. But mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean, they played some tough teams. Going oh, 100 yeah, oh, yeah. percent. So sure. they have the reps in the gameplay. But, but you know, I believe Southern played another ranked team. Let me double check that. Hmm. Um, they played. Yeah, Marquette. They lost to Marquette. They've lost to Illinois. They've lost to Arizona. All in this season. And TCU, who was ranked at the time. Mm-hmm. They've lost to all four of those teams in this season. You know, they have the experience against top teams. Um, they also lost to teams like Western Illinois and Valparaiso. Real. So. Real, real, real. You never know. Um, yeah. So. I don't know. They're. <laughs> they're, uh, they're in the swack. <laughs> Love the swag. Love the swag. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's favorite favorite conference. All I got there Uh, right now at the top of the swag is Prairie View, who is four and three, so they definitely have a chance. I like (laughs) that. They can make the tournament, I think. (laughs) Anyways, uh, last last few games I want to talk about all have one team in common. Yes, Um, and and one city in common, in fact. Uh, we're talking Villanova being the worst team from Philadelphia. They um, are. I hate Villanova. But, but like, how how would you lose to Penn, St. Joseph's, and Drexel? That, yeah. I, I don't even know. Like, yeah. Philly is, you know, they've got the big five rivalry, uh, which is six teams now. I still don't get that. Um, that's because Drexel was added recently. But, like, how do you lose to all three of them? 
I know. That's, that's called uh, you get ranked and then lose to a yep. bunch of unranked teams really fast. But their only other loss was to Kansas State, and it was a one-point loss this week. Like, Villanova's a good team. They've beaten ranked teams. They've beaten some teams who are still ranked, including North Carolina. This like, is, they are yeah. a good team. Why are they losing to Philly teams? This is this is what happens um, <laughs> when Villanova dot dot dot. That's yep. it. When, when Villanova, Villanova dot dot dot. Like, is it just bad luck? No, that's three <laughs> losses is not yeah. bad luck. No, I guess Philly people are just different, and they got, Look, they got, they got their neck out Got for that them. Philly special. I have so much respect for Villanova. But like, <laughs> Literally. The Philly curse and the Kylie curse, very similar. Very similar. But gosh, what, what happened? What happened? I know. So, Kylie um, went to, <laughs> Kylie I, I, went I to Philadelphia. A, I took a trip to Villanova. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, their next game was against UCLA. And then Creighton. Okay, UCLA. Okay, UCLA. Uh, UCLA, UCLA. UCLA should be ranked. Should be ranked. Straight up. And then they start playing their Big Ten or their Big East schedule against Creighton, DePaul, Xavier, Marquette, UConn, St. John's, Butler, Providence. You know, they're. They're going to get smoked Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Let's go, Creighton. Let's go. Will they make I another tournament this yeah, year? Yeah, we know. Um, I don't know. Uh, Can't predict that yet. That's up in the air. Yeah, that's... All right. uh, we'll that's, see how they do in these first few weeks against Big East. That'll be on the next week's episode of Check the Net. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> All good. Are we doing... I don't know if we're doing a next week's episode because it is exam week. Yeah. Uh, but we are planning on bringing you an episode over Christmas break. <laughs> uh, might as well look at now. W transition. Uh, yep. So we're going to plan to do an episode over Christmas break. Maybe two. We have yet to decide. Probably just one. Um, but we will all be at home. We'll be on Zoom. We'll release the video with it. Kylie will be on painkillers the whole time. So it should Woo! be a very entertaining episode. Yeah. yeah. Gotta love that that surgery. Yeah. Uh, we're debating no, no like 4 a.m. We could we could we have could some fun do, with this. We could do a 4 a.m. episode. That'd be I'm fun. I'm so down. I'll you know, a couple naps, but I'm down. Playing <laughs> playing Fortnite while talking about basketball. Uh, I'm just like how my Zoom classes were in COVID. I'm just looking at the TV like this, just trying to take a <laughs> trying at, to take trying bro. to pretend to pay attention. Yeah, that's so funny. Derek, what are you doing? Um, not so, studying. So studying, anyway, yeah, it's yeah no break. episode next week. <laughs> we'll be we'll be looking at it though. Uh, we will be. Ideally, releasing an episode, maybe two, over Christmas break, uh, and they should be fun. So join us for those. Uh, but in those episodes, we're going to talk about some teams, and let's talk about those teams right now, our predictions. Uh, men's basketball, next few weeks. On the Power Six, um, as it, I'm calling it now because Big East. Real. Um, Real. BYU is off the top of my radar right now. Their Big 12 season doesn't start till January. And I still think they could enter the conference schedule undefeated. They've had an easy schedule so far. They've dominated every other team. Um, and they're they're just continuing to do that. BYU really looking like a strong team. Um, their one challenge will be Utah. Yeah, that is true. Utah's and, tough. And Utah they play Utah on Saturday, so the day this episode gets released. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Um and then January 6th starts the Big 12 season against Cincinnati and then Baylor. So we'll see how they go into Cincy and Baylor. But mm-hmm. Good transition to Great my transition. pick. <laughs> Number six, Baylor, cursing yet I another like top 10 team. Here we go. Nice job. Um, 
I guess from my perspective, even them being in the AP Top 10, mm-hmm. I've not heard anything about Baylor. Yep. I forgot they existed for a while there. And so Colin reminded me the other day. Um, <laughs> so I feel like they've really flown under the radar. They're 8-0. So, they also really impressive. haven't yep, beaten any impressive. other ranked teams, and their haven't, best win probably yeah. comes over, I don't know, Florida by four points. Woo. Auburn by six points, maybe. Woo. Seton Hall by 18. That was a solid win, actually. Yeah. But, yep. <laughs> <laughs> can't a judge, win is can't a judge. win, man. But uh, yeah. Baylor plays Michigan State coming up, and then Duke. <sighs> it might be a cakewalk. Uh, so... Baylor really hasn't shown me anything, but I'm glad mm-hmm. you see something in them. I see something potentially. There's, <laughs> there's, there's got to be a reason they're ranked in the top ten. And because even with these soft wins, I mean, there's got to be something. True, hey, true. If this jinx comes to fruition, I'm not complaining. I'm not. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining their, either. Their game is in their next game is in two weeks. They have a little bit of a break. Yeah, yeah they play the 16th. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's up in the air. We'll see. Sure. Yeah, yes. maybe potential Baylor return to former glory. Honestly, question mark, question mark, question mark. Question mark. Knock on what it, I think this might this could be the year for it. So we'll yeah. see. Derek, what what team do you got? Um, here? Because you're looking at a return to glory team too, I think. Exactly. I'm yep. sticking with the Big Ten. I'm just kinda I'm riding the wave today. But I'm going with Wisconsin because That's they're just so fair. they've been such a good team to watch this year, like these past couple of games against Michigan State as well. They're just we talked about earlier how they have a bunch of different players that can score in different levels of the ball and in the paint as well. They're just a Great coached, great, well-rounded team. And the number 20 is going to AP polls, finally getting some respect. But they're just fantastic. Yeah, they, they're fu- they're so fun to watch. We talked about them earlier. So yeah. Yeah. much love to Wisconsin. <laughs> Even though y'all beat us the other day. Much love anyway. You guys were yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Derek, I want to make fun of your small conference team. So you go ahead and go again. <laughs> okay, yeah. So <laughs> there's a reason why. There's always a reason for things that I say. But today... Please don't clown me as much as you can, the audience and you two. Um, Derek, I'm going to start clowning you as soon as you say this team. I chose San Diego State. Derek, they just lost to Grand Canyon. Yes. Wow. Okay, 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 okay. I understand. I actually saw that headline. My but the reason why I did it, one loss doesn't define the team. It can sometimes, but it usually doesn't. One this loss might be one of those cases. They can always bounce back. It's early in the season, so I'll just give them some time. That's all I'm saying. Look, this is the FAU EMU again, bro. Yeah, and I'll be honest. There's nothing wrong with my EMU take. <laughs> Grand Canyon only has one loss right now. They were almost my pick. Um, That's fair. Their their one loss comes to South Carolina, who is mm-hmm. again a good team. Like, yeah, they were almost my pick. They come into a very easy schedule from here on out. Like I think they could be an easy team. Um, but yeah, San Diego State's a hot take. <laughs> Yeah. It's getting hot. <laughs> you know, San Diego State's best wins have come over Washington by three points. Oof. They play UC Irvine next, who we've talked about in the past is a very good team. Get him, get him, yep. get him, get him. Uh, San Diego State's other loss was to BYU, so I respect that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that that is indeed a respectable loss. But, you know, UC Irvine coming up, Stanford, Gonzaga, I'm, I'm worried about San Diego State. Yeah, that's Go a pretty Zags. difficult going. <laughs> Teams going into play right, right now, so we'll see how that goes. So we'll see, Derek. That might be a hot take. But Colin, you know what? what is your team, bro? Yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah, I don't want to hear anything. You want to hear my team? I'm taking McNeese out here. Uh, McNeese has been really <laughs> impressing me, and they play. No, I'm I'm serious <laughs> about that. They're undefeated, and they play Southern Miss and Michigan coming up. Okay. 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 We'll, um, we'll let you cook, Colin. So 
you know, they're undefeated. They're one of the top teams in the country with point differential. They're number five. We like um, that. Which is really impressive. They've been beating teams by more than 50 points on average. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's um, impressive. That's very impressive. And it takes a lot to do that. Like, especially when you're beating teams like VCU, who was a tournament team last year. Um, and then you're beating teams who are just okay. You know, UT Martin and Louisiana Tech. But, oh, sorry, they lost to Louisiana Tech. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> My bad, y'all. But uh, still, McNeese State is a solid team. I think... They're coming out. Um, they're a young team. Southern Miss and Michigan will be interesting tests for them. It's just something to watch. Yep. Um, fair. Never heard of him before. Kylie's calling but me a bozo fair. out here. So. El bozo. Yep. But El that's plus okay. ratio counts bozo. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Kylie, I, I do understand your pick. See, see, I'm not outrageous. You're, I'm not you're outrageous. You're not outrageous, but what's the fun in not being outrageous? Exactly. Like I need to make educated your is, guesses. Your pick is boring. Yeah. I've never heard of a McNeese yeah. in my life. <laughs> yeah. Is that even what is that? What is a McNeese? <laughs> McNeese. What, what is they're that? the like they're SDSU. The I've heard of. They were in the tournament last year. They're the yeah. Broncos. They look like Wyoming's logo overlaid with the Michigan M. Uh, they're wow. in the Southland Conference. So wow. they're like off-brand Wyoming plus Michigan. I don't even know what they are. <laughs> uh, but you know what? No offense to McNeese. They're, they're good. Kisses. Mwah. Yeah. Okay, well, I picked Nevada. Yeah. Slay. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're 7-0. and yeah. <laughs> They're currently 7-0, and ranked 30 on the net Ooh. rankings, even though I don't trust them. Um, so Slay, good for them. They are undefeated. True. Yeah, undefeated. Give them that. They've yeah. got a Mountain West schedule ahead of them, but... Go Nevada. No, like whatever. Is it Nevada or Nevada? It's Nevada. It depends on who you ask. It really does depend on who you ask, okay. but I'm going to say Nevada. Nevada? What's your answer? Uh, I'd say Nevada. Well, we're talking. But I'm a, I'm a Midwesterner. Because so. I just said one of each. I said Nevada and Nevada. <laughs> I mean, it really depends on the day. It really That's does. true. It really <laughs> Nevada does. might come out. Nevada Flipping might come it up. out. I don't know. So. You know, the, my one thing about Nevada is they play Drake next uh, that is should be true. Fun true. game. Colin loves one. Drake. I, I do. I, <laughs> Who doesn't, I though? Let's be for real. Who doesn't, though? Yeah, you know, yeah, they've, been, God's they've plan. been killing it this it's year, God's too. God's plan. Uh, they're taking down a lot God's of plan. random, smaller teams, but taking them down pretty solidly. So mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Should be, should be an interesting game. Um, good good pick for a team, though, Kylie. Yep. See, you can't, you can't say anything. <laughs> can't say nothing to me. All right. Well, should we close it out? I guess so. I'm I not. Guess. Uh, this is a, this is our last episode here in the studio till next semester. Yeah, this has been a really good time this semester. I'm Loved sad. Doing yeah, it's been so much fun. The last in studio episode of 2023. I know. Probably yeah. not the last episode of 2023. No, I hope not. But the last episode <laughs> Kylie will remember of 2023 because those painkiller meds are no She's joke. Cooked. Yeah, I know. Next semester I'll be in here, leg propped up on this chair next to me. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to carry her into the <laughs> impact yeah, studio. We're gonna me down yeah. here. Kylie Kylie's going to be sitting at this host mic while she's in her wheelchair because you can lower the host mic down farther than all the other oh, ones. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We- if Kylie's hosting, you guys know why. <laughs> that is true. Me so hosting funny. would be pretty lit, to be honest. We can, we can mix it up a we little bit. We should start rotating. We can rotate. Funny. Um, yeah, I'm down for that. Let's I'm do it. For that. Sure, yeah. But if yeah. I host, I, I I get to come up with the entire episode on my own. The only thing is, Kylie, we're not allowing you to host while you're 
on pain meds that's over break. That's very fair. All right, that yeah, is a you, fair assessment. You cannot do because that. Because for the, the amount of us. editing I'd have to do and all the bleeping and whatnot, I'm a little scared of what you're what's, gonna what's say. What's funny I'm is- I'm gonna let the Collins be real in a day and it's gonna be him editing again. <laughs> <laughs> editing all of Kylie's language out of this video. Yeah, so that is funny. fair. We'll do some fun stuff over break though, but- 100%. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us on this week's episode of Check the Net on Impact 89FM. Let us know what you think by connecting with the station on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at WDBM and at Impact 89FM. Reminder that this is our first full basketball season. We're very excited. And this season's madness is only just beginning. So we can't wait to talk about more in the next few weeks on Check the Net. Thanks for listening.